see more innovation in packaging and processing at Pack Expo International than anywhere else in the world. It's the show that defines where the industry is headed, with the solutions that define where your business can go. Discover cutting-edge packaging technology, processing equipment, new materials, sustainable solutions, supply chain resources, and much, much more. You'll walk away with innovative solutions to challenges big and small. Register at PackExpoInternational.com. You're listening to Unpacked with PMMI, where we share the latest packaging and processing industry insights, research, and innovations to help you advance your business. Hi, and welcome to Unpacked with PMMI. I'm your host, Sean Riley. In today's episode, PMMI's Rebecca Marquez joins the podcast to discuss the latest in business intelligence. We delve into the current and emerging trends within the pharmaceutical packaging machinery industry, with a special focus on AI's rising impact and the shift towards more reliable machinery. See the latest in pharmaceutical packaging machinery live and up close at Pack Expo East this March 18th through the 20th. So with all the fancy introductions out of the way, welcome to the podcast, Rebecca. Hi, Sean. It is our pleasure to have you on here to talk about all things pharmaceutical packaging. So I guess to start off, what are some general developments you're seeing in the pharmaceutical packaging machinery industry? Well, one of the things that recently happened is the pharmaceutical sector has announced the highest levels of production expansion investments during 2023. Um, A large portion of the biggest pharmaceutical manufacturers have announced capacity expansion in the billions of dollars. And the majority of that investment is going towards expanding capacity in North Carolina. Um, So pharma dense uh, part of the country. This has pushed our forecasted growth of packaging machinery shipments uh, to the pharmaceutical sector up for 2023 and 2024 when we look compared to past years. Um, We're also seeing some slight changes to what pharmaceutical end users are looking for in terms of next generation improvements. Uh, PMMI released a white paper on pharma manufacturing in 2022, and we recently updated that data and are seeing that Some improvements that are being looked for are constant, like um, end users really do look for flexible and and faster changeovers, and they're also looking for preventive and predictive maintenance capabilities. So those two things in particular don't change much. But this year, there are some slight changes in the emphasis that end users are placing on vision Mm -hmm. systems over robotics. So In 2022, robotics fared pretty highly in terms of what people are looking for, what end users are looking for um, in pharmaceutical equipment. Uh, Now, the change here to move to um, vision systems more than likely is uh, due to the rise in AI. Uh, AI AI-supported vision systems are faster and more reliable than human visual inspection. So we attribute that change to this immense growth in AI. Interesting. So AI has even made its way into the pharma packaging machinery world. Absolutely. So in the coming year, will pharmaceutical companies be changing how they evaluate machinery when deciding to invest? 
Yeah, we are seeing some changes like um, the one I just mentioned, you know, uh, end users are are looking more at things like vision systems um, um, and then uh, preventive and predictive maintenance capabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, in 2022, when we first did this, ease of integration was really, really important. It was the most important factor when evaluating and comparing machines. This year, respondents to the survey are more focused on reliability and repeatability, which is interesting um, because, you know, reliability, it's a little bit, uh, one would assume, table stakes. Um, it, it's always kind of a, a need for end mm-hmm. users. But the emphasis is really on reliability uh, this year. Uh, cost, of course, always ranks high as a point of comparison. And 2024 is no different than 2022 in this regard. Um, another change we're seeing is that there's less importance, at least in the pharmaceutical area, on post-installation services. So in 2022, post-installation services were the third most important factor when evaluating machinery. And this year, they were the least important. Ready to revolutionize your packaging and processing? Don't miss Pack Expo East 2024, happening March 18th through the 20th at the Pennsylvania Convention Center in Philadelphia. With 500 exhibitors offering crossover solutions for over 40 vertical markets, it's the ultimate destination for manufacturing innovation. A quick drive or train ride away. So gather your team and join us for the leading show on the East Coast. Register now at PackExpoEast.com. See you there. We are seeing that might be, you know, uh, relegated to the pharmaceutical industry because we are seeing post-installation services on the rise in other areas. Hmm. wonder why that would be. So I guess what are some other key trends that were uncovered in your latest survey? Well, there's definitely still some challenges, such as lingering supply chain issues, like some CPGs are experiencing delays in receiving parts. Um, some are experiencing difficulties in sourcing materials. Um, and there are some rising sustainability trends, too. I mean, sustainability is still on everyone's minds these days. Mm-hmm. One of the trends that does not seem to be changing, unfortunately, is labor, which just continues to be pretty challenging for manufacturers. On the upside, there is some growth in adherence packaging in the U.S. as we shift away from countables and what I mean by countables are like uh, counting pills and putting them in the little orange bottles that you're familiar with from pharmacies. Mm-hmm. Um, we're moving more towards blister packs and packaging formats of that nature. As for machinery trends, we're looking at pretty healthy projections for filling, closing blister skin and vacuum packaging and feeding equipment. And that goes right along with the shift away from countables. We're also seeing an increased presence of blended central fill facilities. So the ability for third parties to fill prescriptions within the U.S. has been allowed by law for some time. Um, Companies like Cardinal Health have operated central pharmacies in the past. However, the nature of this user type is changing. Um, Central pharmacies can more be thought of as distributors of pharmaceuticals. They're in between retail pharmacy and wholesaler. And they do serve multiple pharmacies, sometimes um, in multiple entities. So central pharmacies have been used by independent and change pharmacies for a while to control inventory costs of slow-moving drugs and to achieve cost reduction through scale. 
because these guys can hit a lot bigger audience. Um, they're often discussed in the context of hub and spoke model, um, but we're, we are seeing trends in the growth of that as well, that style of selling. Interesting. So where can one find more research like this on pharmaceutical packaging? Well, definitely at Pack Expo East. Mm -hmm. um, what we did when we updated our data from 2022 was we created an infographic, and that will be available um, before Pack Expo East. Oh, terrific. Yeah, we did not do a full report um, because we weren't really sure how much had changed from 2022. There were some significant changes, but we figure an infographic is a really easy way to see what's going on in the industry. So you will be able to get more information at PEC Expo East. But also, if you go to PMMI.org, you can also find it um, in business intelligence under industry research. Awesome. Well, thank you, Rebecca, for taking time out of your day to come on here and talk to us about pharmaceutical packaging and pharmaceutical packaging machinery. Thanks, John. Pleasure to be here. Please rate, review, and subscribe. To do that, go to the iTunes podcast or Spotify app on your phone and search for Unpacked with PMMI.